0: What's going on, guys? How we doing? I am Codis, and welcome to the Yolk Christian Podcast. Today I am alone, but that is okay. Um, I don't really know what I want to talk about fully yet, because I don't really have a script. I was like, oh, you know what, let's just jump in it. I don't need no script. So I guess, I, I guess I'll guess i go after this verse right here. Um, John sixteen thirty three. it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but take heart. Because I have overcome the world. So let's break that down a little bit. So, it, first off, Jesus is saying, I have said these things to you that you may have peace. So, in Jesus, we do have peace. You know, um, I, it talks about it in Matthew, John, and all the gospels and stuff, but it says that if you come to him, you'll never thirst again you kind of have that peace. And I, I guess a good way to say that peace is you won't feel empty. You know, I've used this story a lot of times on this podcast, but the Derek Carr and the – uh he was talking to a quarterback because Derek Carr is an NFL quarterback, and he was talking to another quarterback, and the quarterback was talking about how I have all these things. You know, I have all these women. I have all this money. I have all these rings. I have all these wins. I have all these stuff, but I still feel empty. Something is still missing. And Derek Carr later went on to say – it's cuz that person didn't have Jesus. Cuz when we have Jesus, uh, that void, that emptiness kind of feels fulfilled. We have peace, we have understanding. And so with Jesus, you have that peace, you have the understanding, you have that calling. And and then he says uh it says in this world you have tribulation, which is very true. Like one thing we need to know as Christians is when we become Christians, yes, some things are going to get better, but It's not always going to be easy. You're going to have those dry spells. You're going to have those tribulations. You're going to have that persecution. You're going to have those trials. See, Satan, he doesn't want you getting to the end. Satan doesn't want you to accomplish God's goals for you. You know, Satan, he's a sore loser. He's trying to bring everyone he can to hell with him. So when he sees that you are obviously fulfilling God's will, when you are actually doing what God has called you to do, he is going to get mad. You see, a thief would not rob an empty house. If Satan is messing with you, way to go you. You are doing something that he doesn't like. But if you are kind of doing this Christian thing, and you're not really, and there's like no kind of trouble or anything, and Satan's not trying to mess with you, I want want you to check yourself. I'm not saying that you're not doing it right, or I'm not saying that you're not doing God's will, but if Satan has really never messed with you, or you've never really had anything any like any type of trial or anything, I, I would like if you would check yourself a little bit and kind of pray and, and kind of think it over. Because I know for me and a lot of others, at least when we are doing God's will, like when we are doing really good for God, that is when the persecution, the trials and the tribulations start the most. Satan doesn't want us doing God's will. He hates that. You know, like I said, he's a sorry loser. He's trying to bring everyone he can to hell with him. So why would a thief rob an empty house? I like that little thing. And then second off in John sixteen thirty three says, but take heart, I have overcome this world. Take heart for I have overcome this world. And I love that because like this world, yeah, it's easy to get sucked into. It's easy to feel all down and pity and it's easy to feel sorrow. But Jesus says, take heart for I've overcome the world. Like it doesn't matter. Jesus has overcome this world. So, you know, one thing that this is kind of a side tangent, but one thing us as Christians need to realize is when people judge us here, like, for example, I can't remember where, but it says that God does not judge the outer appearance as humans does, but he judges the heart. And one thing we need to realize is who cares what people think? A lot of people are like ashamed to kind of talk about God. They're kind of ashamed to kind of rep their Jesus or whatever, but we shouldn't care. God doesn't care about what, what you're doing. Like, he doesn't care about the outward appearance. Because, like, for example, if you're worshiping in public and you're kind of just singing, like, Heavenly Good by Luke Bauer out in public, it's going to be, someone's going to look at you and be like, what is that weird guy doing? But God is like, hey, that's my man. Get it. You know, worship. You know, God doesn't care. Or, or like, for example, so we're, I, 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 we live in such a judgmental society. Like, if someone has blue hair, we obviously associate them with, like, a not kind person. Or if someone has that kind of pixie cut, we, we associate them with a care like there's so many stereotypical things but see god does not care you can have green hair blue hair purple hair you can be white black green blue god does not care because he judges the heart and i love that that's why i love christianity that's why i love god because he doesn't care what you look like he doesn't care what you've done your past or, or your looks that is not what defines you what defines you is your heart for god So when people are judging you, because this is such a big thing, so many people are like, oh my gosh, I can't post this, like, people are going to think I'm weird, I don't want people to think, like, I love Jesus too much, no, forget them, who cares, share Jesus, tell everyone about Jesus, who cares what these people see, because their opinions, they're temporarily, would you rather be judged here for, for such a short time, or would you rather be judged for eternity? Think about it like this, see, say someone was bullying you because you got a new haircut after this life when you when you finally meet God, that haircut's not gonna matter, and that now we can kind of go into a possession thing here, like possessions in this world. you know, I'm going through the book of Ecclesians right or Ecclesiastes right now, and Solomon, I think it's Solomon don't quote me, but it might, it might not be, but it's a very wise man, but he's talking about he has all he's had all of these possessions in his life, and yet they don't fulfill him. They do not fulfill him. Like the Derek Carr story. Derek Carr, he's an NFL quarterback. He was talking to another quarterback. And this quarterback was like, yes, I have all these things. I have all these women's, all these money. I have all, all of these wins, all of these Super Bowl rings. I have all of this stuff, and yet something feels incomplete. Derek Carr later on has said, it's because he didn't have Jesus. Like... Like For example, money. Money is a big thing. If you don't have enough money, you're not cool. And people are going to judge you for that. If you don't have the new shoes, the new shirts, the new pants, if you don't have these new things, if you don't have the new iPhone, you are poor. You're ignorant. You're not cool. But see, God doesn't care about that stuff. Why would God care? Like It's so sad. We live in such a judgmental world. But what we should really be worrying about is our heart. We should be worried about what God thinks instead of what little Timmy across the row thinks of you. Like, it just, it mind boggles me how caught up we have to be to just with the new things. Be content. Be, be happy with what you have because God, he can take anything away in any second. God literally can do whatever he wants. So if, if you're worried about, oh, how come I don't have the new iPhone and all this? God can take it away. If you're not grateful, God can take it away. Like you have all these things, and how many times have you actually stopped to thank God? Have you ever once thanked about th- thanked God? If you woke up tomorrow, eh, what what would you have? If like the night before, if you thanked God for every for whatever you had, what would you have the next day? Have did like last night before you went to bed? Did you thank God for your bed? Did you thank God for like for your family? Like, what did you think? What what have you been thanking God for? You know, I, I personally, I've been think thanking God for stuff I don't even have yet. I'm like, God, thank you for my future wife, Lord. Thank you for my future kids. Thank you for all these future things. And, you know, but it, it says God will give you, to, that's a whole different thing there. But instead of asking God for stuff, why don't we thank him? Say, for example, you go to your parents and you ask them for money every week. Hey, can I have this money? Hey, can I have this money? And, you know, they're going to give it to you, but it's going to suck because that's all you go to them for. Instead of that, say, hey, thanks for giving me money or thanks for giving me this last week or, or thank you. Because I'm telling you, a thank you feels so good. Like, go go, go, like, go do something for someone and when they say thank you, tell me how it feels. It feels good when someone says thank you. So instead of always asking God for stuff, thank him. The man does a lot, all right? The, like, he sent his son to die for you so the least you can do is thank the man. Thank God. So I guess to kind of wrap it up here is John sixteen thirty three. I have said these things to you that you may have peace in me. In this world, you will have tribulation, but take heart for I have overcome the world. I guess for right now that's how I want to end it. Um, but if you guys have any questions, please feel free to DM us on Instagram. It's probably the best way or even email us um, at the uh, theyolkchristianpodcast.com gmail.com anyway it's something like that you can find it in our links um on tiktok or instagram we have a little thing in our bio and as the links but i love all of you guys if you have any questions please let me know but one big thing i want you to take away from here is don't let people judge you because only god's opinion matters and like your possessions forget your possessions they're not going to be here when you go to heaven all of it will be gone anyway so you shouldn't be worried about possessions And when you face troubles in this world, put a smile on your face. Because guess what? Jesus has overcome the world. I love you guys. Jared, Luke, and God loves you. And I'll see you guys later. Godspeed.